skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose mistake is being used against her. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Yes, we are not professionals. We are not trained in this. So please take our advice as you see fit in your life. We are only here to offer our humble musings, Samuel. Humble musings. Mm-hmm. So hopefully humble. shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, Samuel, what is today's letter? All right, our letter comes from Chaos Versus Peace, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing from the edge of a breakup. Uh, Content warning for this letter, there are references to physical abuse. Hi, Sierra and Sam. I stumbled across your podcast over a year ago, and you guys have been a beacon for me through some tough times along my dating journey. Sometimes I don't always listen to your advice, even when I know that you're right. But the advice that you have given that I have followed has never steered me wrong, which brings me to my little conundrum. I am 29 years old, and at the end of 2020, I moved to a big new city to go back to school and reconnect with family. 
I was doing really well. I wasn't partying like I used to. I made it on the dean's list and I was on a strong path of applying to a radiology program. Well, a year later, I met a boy, Q Iroll. We'll call him K. He and I met at an interesting time. It was the week of the death anniversary of his brother, said brother's birthday, and his own birthday. I was ending my semester at school, so we had lots of opportunities to hit the town, drink all night, and casually hook up. However, we had a lot of chemistry even when we were sober. Kay and I are extremely different. I think that's why we were so drawn to each other. He's from Brooklyn, New York, and I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Strange, I know. We could laugh until we cried, and we cried until we laughed. And then I did the unthinkable. I slept with his friend. I immediately regretted it, and the next day I went to his house to tell Kay what happened. He already knew. Word travels fast. I apologized for hours, but I told him I was totally prepared for the consequences of my actions and to leave and never come back. He explained to me how hurt he was, and as the sun was rising, he told me that he was willing to keep working on the relationship we started. As time went on, any argument we would have would always end with him bringing up how I slept with his friend. Let me be clear. I never will tell him to get over the pain I caused, and I will never invalidate his feelings still being hurt. But any argument or disagreement we had, I would have to back down and anything I would say would be instantly invalidated. It's been over a year since I had sex with his friend and it still gets brought up in some arguments today. Here's where I'm struggling a lot. Kay has physically assaulted me a few times in the last year and a half. There's a huge part of me that knows that this is completely unacceptable and I should have walked away the first time it happened. Then there is a part of me that feels his pain and anger and sadness. He has told me before that I used to be so perfect to him and now I feel like such a horrible person. I know I don't deserve his actions, but I feel so guilty for causing him to be so hurt. I think right now we are both playing chicken in ending the relationship. I don't want to make him feel abandoned, and I feel as though he doesn't think he will find someone who will accept him like I have through his ugly times. Granted, I also feel like I won't find someone who will love me as much as he did during my ugly as well. So my question is, I know this relationship needs to end, but what does that conversation look like without pointing blame at each other? Is there a way to not shame him and not to make me feel as if I'm abandoning this person who I have a strong trauma bond with? Thank you for taking your time to read through this. Even if you don't read this on the podcast, I will always be a loyal follower and listener. Your abilities to untangle the messy is admirable, and I appreciate you both more than you know. All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing and for trusting us with this very tender letter. Um, I feel a great sense of honor. Um in responding to it and being one of the voices to tell you that I 100% absolutely do not care that you slept with this guy's friend a year ago and seen absolutely no connection between that choice and you being physically assaulted by someone who claims to love you and respect you. I just want to say that as clearly and as plainly as possible to say that there is no action that you could do or have done that would justify this. And there's not some sort of cosmic debt that you're paying off. And the trauma bond that you have is of his creating, right? Yeah. This is, this is, you know, you sleeping with somebody else. That's not a trauma bond, right? That betrayal 
is something that happens in thousands of people's relationships all of the time. Infidelity happens. People cheat. I don't even know if you were in a relationship at this time, right? Yeah, because you either. didn't clarify that, right? Yep. Um, and there is just no connection to me, to you, to you deserving any of this because of that behavior. And if each of you keep waiting for this tab to be paid for this, you know, um, you're going to find yourself in a really unsafe space. And I don't mean to get really dark and I know we got to make, take a really quick ad, but you know, domestic violence can become fatal so easily, right? We don't see the path, but the path is everywhere. Google it, watch a true crime documentary, right? This is not something that is outside of the grasp of the reality here. And we're talking about your physical safety and your life. And I, and, and I know, I, I don't know the complexities of this relationship. I don't know what he's done to you. I don't know what he's capable of. I don't know what all of those good times feel like. You're right. I don't, but I know with every fiber of my being that none of this is deserved and it can only lead to more violence. Yeah. And I think, I think that the story that we get told about what abuse looks like is really damaging in a lot of ways because it's, it's always like this, you know, this lifetime movie sort of experience of it where it's just like the, the abuser is just evil, right. Is just a terrible person inflicting abuse, like holding people in space. Right. Like, and what often happens in these types of relationships is that like the abuser is also experiencing some sort of trauma or has experienced some sort of trauma, been through something, experiencing addiction, experiencing all of these different things. Right. And, and the person who is being abused is also deeply in love with that person. Right. And is trying to help them and is trying to make them whole or create a space where they can be seen in the trauma that they've experienced or the things that, that have been, that are affecting them. Right. And, and so, you know, often I think what happens at least from my experience of reading letters is that folks who are in this type of abusive relationship can't necessarily even see that it is abusive because it's like, well, it doesn't look like, you know, the evil husband like beating me because I didn't put the plates in the right drawer or whatever. Right. Like when actually what happens and, you know, um, Sierra and I have both worked in domestic abuse spaces in the past, right? Like so often what happens is that like, it's much more complicated than that. The connections between people are much more complicated. The, the realities of the, the, the sort of feelings that exist between those people is much more complicated than just fear or hatred or anger, right? It's all of this different stuff. Um, and I just say that to help you sort of see that like the story that you're telling around this is deeply understandable at least from your perspective, right. Of like why you are still with this person and why you think and why you're trying to be so kind to him. But I also want you to take a step back and look at this from the outside and recognize that like the thing that you're describing in this relationship is physical abuse. And like Sierra said, physical abuse doesn't do anything except for escalate unless the relationship ends, right. Or unless something drastic changes. So 
as you're thinking about how to extricate yourself from the situation, I want you to know that there are resources out there that can help you think about how to do this in a safe way, right? And Sierra, and I don't know your experience. We're not living with you or near you. We don't know you beyond what you've written on this page, but there are people out there who will want to hear your story deep, more deeply and, and offer you resources and support. So um, you can look up the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. Um, there's websites that, are ex that exist in some states where you can sort of just log in and start chatting with someone right away. But at the very least, if you call 1-800-799-7233, um, someone will get you connected to resources in your community that can help you figure out, like, what does it look like for you to extricate yourself from this situation? Um, slash, what does it look like for you to find a way to safety as well? Yes. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this, you know, used to be so perfect dynamic that has been established and, you know, really leaned on in your relationship by your by your boyfriend and, and sometimes by yourself, I'm sure. And, you know, talk about what would it look like if this, if he actually let go of you cheating on you, you know, what, what would that require of him? Um, but first, uh, Sam and I have to take a very quick break. All right. Y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because <laughs> love it. <laughs> honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't, want, you can just cancel it with a tap. 
You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. So, my darling, um, again, thank you so much for sharing all of this with you, with with Sam and I and with our Just Break Up listeners. And I want to talk about, you know, this idea that he keeps bringing up this infidelity in all of your fights, right? And I'm going to say it plainly that if your boyfriend has chosen to stay with you after you broke his trust in or your a relationship agreement or whatever happened, then the reality is he has chosen to stay with you and he needs to choose to move on. And I'm saying this, how about this? I'm going to talk about this as though there's not this physical altercation going on, right? Because like you said, this is inexcusable, but I'm going to, I'm going to live in an imaginary world right now where like you just wrote us and was like, how can my boyfriend get over me cheating? He wants to be with me, yada, yada. And I would say to him, you know, to, to stay together after an infidelity or breach of trust, you have to both be committed to moving beyond it and, you know, both be co committed to, to allowing your relationship to grow past this hurt, past this yeah. hurdle. Right. Yeah. And the fact that he is continually returning to it and continually using it as some sort of, um, backbone, of the relationship backbone of justification for the health of your relationship and how he's treating you in it is telling me that although he said, I, I want to stay with you, I want to move on. He's not actually doing the emotional, physical, mental labor that is required and within his grasp perfectly. He's that's what I want to say to you. He's a fucking hundred percent capable of letting this go. Yep. And he's choosing not to, because it feels more secure to him to have this debt, right? To have you be in his debt. It feels yeah. easier to him emotionally to constantly be, quote, hurt by your betrayal, right? For sure. Then for him to actually sit in the discomfort and the growth of forgiving you and moving on. Because that's what's required of him. And let me tell you, honey, he is capable of that. Yeah, he's yeah. choosing not to because it, it gives him more control to not forgive you. For sure. Absolutely. And because you and because the dynamics of the relationship haven't changed so that the behavior isn't working anymore. You know what right. I mean? Like the fact that like the 
the fact that this is the way that you have constructed this relationship is that you will always have a debt to pay off and he will always be able to get away with whatever he wants because you have this debt to pay off that according to him, at least in the past year and a half is never payoffable, right? Like it will never go away. It has never diminished. It is always present. Yes. And so like this game that you two are playing right now of chicken, where it's like, who's going to pull the the plug on this relationship first is, is so understandable <laughs> and so like deeply relatable. Like everything that you're saying in this, like, uh, like, you know, reading through this letter, I was just like, yep, I've heard that before. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I've seen Been that happen that. before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. This game of chicken where it's like, we're both, we're both escalating our bad behavior to see how we can drive the other person away fast enough so that we don't have to be the bad person in the relationship, right? Like I want you to be the bad person in this relationship. I want you to do it. I want you to pull the plug. I want you to, to be like, sure. Right. I will take it. I will take the fact that I, I quote unquote ruined this relationship by sleeping with this person because I want you to get out of this relationship. Right. And, and I don't need you to do it in a way where you come across as like the good guy. That's not important to me. (laughs) Like, I don't care what this man thinks of you after this relationship is over. I know that you I know that you care deeply about him and I know that you feel really connected to him and bonded to him in, in ways that feel really intense for you. And I absolutely understand that. And the idea probably of like having him think poorly of you, like doesn't sit well with you, but from an outside perspective, I don't give two shits what this man thinks of you after this relationship. All, All I want is for him to be doing whatever he needs to do to get healthy over there on his own away from you because you don't deserve any of, not a single ounce of what he has put on you in this relationship. You don't deserve it. And, and so I want you to get out of this in whatever way you need to. And who cares what he thinks because you don't deserve to be thought about in that way, even after the relationship. And if you need to think about it in that, in those terms about, you know, deserving and blame, like neither of you deserve this, neither of you Mm -hmm. deserve to be in this relationship. And and you ask the question of like, I know this needs to end, but how can we go about ending it where we don't point blame at each other? That right there, you say, we don't deserve this. You and I don't, we're not making each other happy. We're not being kind to each other. This is not a safe place for either of us. We don't deserve this. Yep. But also just so you know, like, you know, we often want there to be a good guy and a bad guy in a relationship. And that binary thinking leaves us in so many unhealthy relationships because we're waiting for the shoe to drop. We're waiting for the black and white thinking to come into focus and like, Oh, well he did, you know, if you want black and white thinking, then what else does he have to do to you physically in order for you to say, I don't deserve this. I'm leaving. If you want black and white thinking, then you can say, listen, he still hasn't forgiven me after a year after me working to, to build his trust back for a year. That's black and white enough for me right there. However, Mm -hmm. I know, I know that emotional relationships aren't like that. And I just want to give you permission. You know, Sam says, be the bad guy. And he's right. (laughs) And I'm also saying there's never a bad guy, right? There 99% of my relationships have have not been a clear, my breakups, I mean, have not been a clear, this person's bad and this person's good, right? They have been a dissolving because we are humans and we're messy and we're imperfect and complicated. And like Sam and I have a lot of heavy, intense, angry feelings about your boyfriend and what he's done to you and what he could do to you. 
And also we know that there's love here and nuance and and pain and and a, a great sense of guilt and connection or else you wouldn't be still you wouldn't be here still. And I just want to tell you there's there's no point that it's going to that's going to make it more black and white or less nuanced, right? You it it's okay. just you deciding, right? It's just you saying. And going back to Sam's comment about resources, like if you feel like in your body, in your soul right now that there could not be a conversation that could extricate you from this relationship that in a, in a safe and effective way. If you feel like there's no way that you could phrase like we're not making each other happy. This isn't good for any of us. Yep. You know, if if you said that him and it would only escalate him or he wouldn't hear you or he would debate with you until you stayed or whatever, write him an email, right? Write him a text message, write him a handwritten letter. It is 100% okay for you to prioritize your physical safety and prioritizing the actual effectiveness yep. of the breakup, right? Because we, we know what I mean by that, by saying like, sometimes there are people who will just argue argue you out of your own fucking well-being mm -hmm. because they're so good at talking you in circles or whatever. Um, sure. If if you need to do a not in-person breakup, that is okay to prioritize that in this scenario, right? For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think like what I'll say is that in his mind, you are already the bad guy, right? You've been the bad guy throughout this whole relationship, right? So like, there's no, and you've spent the last year trying to convince him that that isn't true. And I, and I don't want you to think about this breakup as being a way to prove that to him again, right? Like it is set in stone for him. It is not going to change in any meaningful way. So I, exactly what Sierra said around, like, it's okay for you to extricate yourself from this relationship in whatever way is going to be most effective in getting the space between you two that that is needed for you to to hold on, right? Like you're you're both in this black and white thinking, and and Sierra and I know that it is incredibly more complex than that. That there's a lot of nuance in here, but I want you to think about this in a black and white type of way because I I want you to like get out of the relationship, right? I want you to find a way to extricate yourself. So you are not a bad guy, and probably like he's not like an evil person, right? But the way that this dynamic has showed up is deeply unhealthy for you, especially, but also for him. And it can't continue like this. You need to find a way to, to get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I hope this is all received with love. I hope this is all received um, in a way that makes you feel more capable than it makes you feel small. I know that it's, I know that we feel both, right? I know that this is pulling you in every direction and that if it was clear and easy, you would have broken up by now. We know that. We know your mm -hmm. heart is is torn up over this. But we also sure. know that there is that there's love out there that doesn't hurt like this, that doesn't make you work so hard, that comes more easy, that, you know, when you do work at it, it grows with you, right? It's willing to forgive and to move forward and to be gentle. There is that love out there and you deserve it. It is for you, right? Yeah. From one fucking cheater to another, you know, as one person who has, who has made mistakes to another, we deserve gentle and soft love despite what we've done. Absolutely. Um, and you can, you can 
do this. We know you can. Absolutely. All right, my love. Uh, thank you for writing to us. Um, and Sierra and I will be really thinking about you and, and hopeful that you find a way to, to extricate yourself from this relationship in a way that is safe and effective. Um, and we hope that this advice helps you. All right, my darling, we love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more content from us, or if you would like ad free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash just break up pod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music recording, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been or where you came from. You deserve safety, security, respect, boundaries, peace, and love. You deserve those things inherently, despite what people have told you, despite what people have done to you, and despite what you have done in your life. We all make mistakes. That doesn't make us any less deserving of love. And if all else fails, just break up.